بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم السلام عليكم and welcome to another episode of the Conviction Pro- Project. I'm here with my friend Farhan. Farhan, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah. Farhan, last week uh, I was in Las Vegas and um, Las Vegas is also known as Sin City. So it got me thinking about, uh, it got me thinking about sin. And I started to think about, um, do you need to be good? Um... Can you, sorry, the question that I, that I started to think about was, can you be good without religion? That's an interesting question. First of all, we need to, we need to be able to define the word good, right? And, and, and I have read books where people have totally questioned that. I mean, what is good? How do you define good? And 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 some people would say then that good is relative, right? Just um, a few days ago, with some people, I was discussing about justice. Well, what is justice, right? Is it good? Is it a virtue? Is it a form of morality? I mean, does it represent? And 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 the answer is that that the discussion in during the discussion we were saying well justice is uh, probably just relative right relative to the person relative to the environment relative to the society relative to the time that you live in and it's a long philosophical discussion i don't want to get into that but but first of all we need to define good and and from the islamic perspective there is no definition of goodness without islam or without religion so I guess that answers that question. But um, to, to take it a step step back, if we right. were to define goodness, I think that generally speaking, in the in the world, people have somewhat of an idea of what it is that a good person looks like. So say if we say goodness is someone who is law abiding, could we say that that is a definition of good? That's interesting, right? So that's what it comes down to. So we, you have people who are atheists uh, who would say that. They, they say that if society as it can come together and say that such and such act is bad, then that's bad and everybody accepts it. For instance, let's take a more drastic example, and that is the example of murder, right? So if, so if the society believes that murder is wrong, then everybody is going to say that murder is wrong. Right. And it would be accepted by the society that murder is is an immoral act. It's a bad thing to do and nobody should do it. So why do we need religion uh, to to tell us what is good and bad? Well, when I think about murder, when I think about the example of murder, and I guess I'll I guess contradict myself, murder in some cases is actually completely acceptable. Right. So in that case is murder wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing. So even that society can decide, right? The the the, the argument by a lot of uh, atheists is that society can decide what those times can be. Um, I forget the name of a scholar or philosopher from the 19th century. He talked about this. He said, we can determine good and bad through reason. So human reason will tell us what are those times when you can 
be bad and what are those times what are those times when you can be good so you know, getting back to the example of murder um, you know i don't know what he said about this but he might say that if society decides that murder is okay during the time of a war then it's okay and if the society decides that uh, murder is bad during peacetime then it's it's bad so based on human reason uh, it can be determined that's the argument at least yeah and I'm also thinking about my own logic. If I say that goodness is necessarily related to what is in the law, then I think, you know, if you speed, then are you, we are essentially breaking the law, but are you a bad person? Yeah, that's another, that's another a twist on this that, you know, if you're breaking the speed limit, uh, is that good or bad? And so, uh, you know, coming back to the law issue uh, that you raised, so the society comes together and makes those laws, don't they? I mean, the constitutions uh, of countries are, most countries are, are, are done by people and people can amend them, people can adjust them, improve on them. There are new realities nowadays, there's internet, there's social media. And, and we can come up with laws that, that uh, determine those things. So why can't um, people decide what is good and bad? Why do we re need religion to tell us what is good and bad? That is a question for us today. So I think that that puts us in an interesting place because maybe we need to start thinking of times where religion had said that this is immoral, but society has said, no, this is good. So when I think of that, I think of perhaps there are some times um where you need religion to be good because of how you define goodness yeah i mean there are many times i mean as muslims we know uh, there are laws against the hijab for instance or uh, uh, you know in certain um, countries uh, you know ahmadi muslims would not be considered muslims right the law is actually telling us something else and our religion is telling us something else and so there is this tension uh, between religion and society uh, and this is not something that has happened today it has happened in the past as well where there have there have been these kind of uh, tensions so the question is how do you define or how does a Muslim or how should a Muslim define goodness? What does the Quran say about it? What does the Hadith say about it? Uh, are they just a bunch of do's and don'ts? Is, are they just a bunch of laws which are, according to some people, they're outdated uh, and, and, and we need, we need uh, brand new laws. We need, we need an adjustment of those laws or at least a reinterpretation of those laws. So that is the, that is the question, right? So before we get to that, I have another definition of what it is to be good. And that is an, uh, a definition that I've talked to some people about, which is that if you are doing something that doesn't harm other people, and maybe it just only harms yourself, then that is still good. So for example, someone might say that um, drinking is not a immoral thing because I am not affecting anyone else, or I can smoke, it's not a bad thing because I'm not affecting anyone else. What yeah. do you think about this definition? Of yeah, th th so there are there are two theories. There are two theories um, that are put forward by atheists who are who don't. Some of them don't like religion, frankly. Uh, so there they are there are two theories that they have come up with. One of them I've already talked about, and that is human reason can tell me what is good and bad. And the other theory is along the lines of what you just said, which is called utilitarianism which says that if I do an act of, uh, of uh, if I do an act and uh, the, the amount of happiness that comes out of that act is greater than the amount of suffering, then it is okay. 
right? So if I do something, it gives me a lot of pleasure, gives me a lot of comfort, does not harm anybody else, then it is an act which is acceptable, which is good. Um, but if I do something which harms myself or harms others um, more than causing any happiness to anyone, um, then, then that is bad and that is evil. Um, of course, there are a lot of issues. Uh, there are certain scenarios. I don't want to talk about those, but there are certain scenarios where this kind of uh, balance doesn't work. Where, for instance, you might do something that brings uh, brings you and a whole bunch of others uh, a lot of happiness, but it brings a smaller number of people a lot of suffering and, and unhappiness. And so is that okay? According to utilitarianism, it's okay. So for instance, you have a country of a million people and a country of 100,000 people, and those million people uh, attack the, the smaller country and, and take it over and kill everyone. The million people are happy because they have greater land, they have better maybe resources or whatever. And the smaller country uh, has, a, has suffered a lot of suffering and, and, and unhappiness. According to utilitarianism, this would be okay, right? I'm also thinking of persecution of, of Ahmadi Muslims within, say, Pakistan, which is just one country. Yeah, yeah. So there's millions of people, and then there's a small group of people, and they like to inflict uh, pain and suffering, uh, or they enjoy it. And I guess in that case, from a utilitarian point of view, it's acceptable. Right, even from that perspective where a larger number of people um, persecute a smaller com community anywhere in the world, where they don't, the smaller community is trying to challenge old ideas, uh, but the larger group of people wants to stick to its own set of ideas. And so is that okay? for them to not let this change happen in society. And so these are the questions, and I, I actually want to get to the Islamic perspective on this now. So so do you have any, any other uh, ideas about this? I have more thoughts, but, I, but for the sake of time, let's get to yeah. the Islamic perspective. Yeah, so the Islamic perspective is that goodness is coming to us from God alone. So God has certain attributes, like, for instance, He is merciful. Like, for instance, He is the gracious. He is the rub. The, rub, the word rub means that he, he takes care of others. He takes care of others. Um, God is, is the forgiving, ghafoor. God is vadud, the loving, right? So God has all these attributes. And Islam says, that adopting these attributes in our own lives is the true definition of goodness or morality. That is, that for instance, just as God is forgiving, I should be forgiving. I should forgive those who have harmed me in some ways. Uh, if God is, God is loving, and so I should be loving to others. God is also something called sattar. Sattar, which means that he, he covers the faults of others. And so I should also be satar and cover the faults of others. I cannot be perfectly a copy of God, obviously not. I'm just a, a human being with very limited uh, faculties and features. And so in my own sphere, in my own realm, in my own world, uh, to whatever extent I can, I should adopt those attributes of God and, 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 and exercise them in my own life. Um, and this, in the simplest terms, is the, the concept of morality or goodness or virtue in Islam. So I have a scenario, and let's right. see if we can apply this framework that you presented in this scenario. So the scenario is this, that suppose I am sitting in a room which is the size of this, and I want to do drugs. 
I want to do uh, any drug that comes to mind. I want to do it in this small room and I want to do it alone. And I'm not affecting anyone and I'm not harming anyone or all the attributes that you've mentioned. I've, I'm not taking right. them on anyone. Right. Is it is that a good deed or is that still a bad deed? That's still a bad deed because in in, in Islam there's a distinguish uh, there's a distinction be, between made uh, being made between you and your body, right? Um, I don't want to get into how philosoph philosophers talk about the mind and the body and the soul and trying to distinguish between these things, but just the idea that your body is something that you need to take care of. So you can you in order to be a rub. Um, a lord or, or someone who takes care of his own body, you have to avoid taking drugs because drugs harm you and harm your body and harm your mind. Uh, that's also part of the reason why things like um, gambling or, or alcohol is forbidden in Islam because it harms your own self. Even if you're just drinking alone or taking drugs on your own, it's affecting you as a person. I also think of Al-Wadud, um, which is all loving. So you have to love others, but that love also applies to yourself. How are you loving yourself and taking care of your own body? And right, needs? own spirituality, own connection with God. That All these things are part of who you are and how you need to take care of your own self. Well, I guess that is a good place to kind of wrap up our discussion. Once again, if you like what you hear at The Conviction Project, do take some time to subscribe, to comment, to like, or to share um, our um, Conviction Project podcast. And um, if you have any doubts, please do send them at theconvictionproject at gmail.com. Farhan, do you have anything to add? No, I think uh, this is an interesting topic and uh, we talked about it, but uh, I don't know how much has been digested by, by people who are listening to this, um, but we will probably try to come back and then break it down even further. But this is, uh, uh, you know, food for thought, at least for our listeners. What does Islam say about morality and goodness? All right. Well, once again, this is the Conviction Project, where we leave you with no doubts concerning Islam. الحق من ربك فلا تكونن من الممترين. It is the truth from thy Lord. Be not therefore of those who doubt.